Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence and interview experts who have gotten past that point in their life that they did not feel beautifully confident. And I am so happy to have my guest here today, Michelle Petties. She is Oh my gosh, what a powerful story. I am so excited for you to hear it. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Kelly. It is an, it's an honor to be here. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Absolutely. Well, let me share a little bit about Michelle. Because uh, even, just even her little, little bit before she starts talking is, is so impactful. She has gained and lost over 700 pounds in her lifetime. Oh my goodness. She is the author of Leaving Large, The Stories of a Food Addict. She has led healing through reading, writing, and storytelling workshops for those looking for transformation around eating, food, and hunger. How to drop the weight and keep it off? Enjoy. She delivered a TEDx talk on the subject. She is a speaker and a food story coach. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, yeah. The 700 pounds is what got me. I thought... <laughs> You know, I I bet a lot of us don't realize like how much we have. So Michelle, tell us your about your journey to how you got to where you are right now. Oh man, it it, had, it has been a forty year journey. That's when I look back on it. I just myself, I look back on it and I say, what wow. You know, Kelly, from the time I was in my twenties until the time I was sixty, I struggled with my weight. That's where that 700 pounds came from. I would lose 30, gain 40, lose 40, gain 50, lose 50, gain 60 for 40 years. That, that was the cycle. You know, that was the hamster wheel that I was on. And certainly now looking back on it, what I realized is that I spent so much time and energy trying to navigate that, trying to get peace around food that I, I couldn't be confident. There, there, there's there's no way that I could have the energy to even focus on being confident, no matter what it looked like on the outside, no matter what it looked like to other people. And part of the part of the challenge with that was for those 40 years that I was struggling, I was a salesperson. I was in sales. Mm. And and I was a top performer. I was a I was a top producer. So no one looking on the outside could tell me that uh, could tell that I wasn't confident. I couldn't even tell myself that I wasn't confident. So I was, okay. I was struggling. I was struggling for a long time. I thought, you know, what I have, I have self-confidence. What I have is, what I don't have is self-esteem. And I didn't understand how they were so inextricably connected and the impact it was having on me and the impact that they had over the years, no matter how I performed my job. Wow. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, so I I love that you talk about that connection between how you feel about yourself and and how it's it's coming out because um, that is it's so important. Um, and I, yes, I do think I, I'm adding up all of that weight loss and gain is is amazing and it's it's powerful I think for our listeners to hear. It could be that much. Um, yes. you know, did you ever really, really look at it and, and the, the health around that gaining and losing and my goodness, I'm, I'm sure your, your clients are so thrilled as you help guide them to that next step of not yo-yoing all the time yes. and, yeah. and feeling that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's real. It is, it is such a real phenomenon, right? So many times when I'm speaking or I'm doing workshops and I talk to people and they see that number and I said, no, no. I never weighed 700 pounds, but the reality is it doesn't even matter that my weight never got up to that amount because the process and the thinking is the same. It could have, right? Yeah. It, the the struggle the struggle is the struggle is the same because it is all it is all wrapped around stress. It is all wrapped around emotional overeating. It is all wrapped around eating for the wrong reasons. And the and the way that this so directly connects to confidence is this, is that if I am eating because I am stressed, that means I don't have the confidence to deal with the stressful, the stressful situation that is facing me. If I am eating because I am bored, that means I don't. There's some confidence that I don't have in making the connections that will lead me out of that boredom. If I am eating, overeating because I am because I am grieving, it's because I don't have the confidence that this grief and this sadness that I'm feeling won't destroy me. So it, this is it, it is a much it is a much bigger thing. It is about. It, it is about having this, it's about having skills. It's about having the skills to go through life. And when we have the skills to go, when we have the skills that we need, then we can trust our own voice. And when we trust our own voice, then we can be confident, but we can't do it without the skills. And so going to the food is what masks, masks that lack of confidence around having the skills to handle certain situations. Wow, Michelle, that's really... That's amazing to just even process that and think about that, like how much our lack of confidence affects that of, you know, if we had more confidence in all these different areas, yeah, that's how it would reflect. Oh, yes. So, so Michelle, tell us about uh, that point in your life that you realized I'm, I'm not feeling beautifully confident. <laughs> I have to change something and move on past that. What what was that point for you? I I got to tell you something, Kelly. I had I had so many points. All right, you yeah. know, as, as, <laughs> as, as a you know as a food as a food addict, um, there's a um, I write about in my book hitting rock bottom, and in that particular chapter, I don't talk about one rock bottom place. I talk about multiple rock bottom places because sometimes you hit it and you think this is this is as low as it can go right and then something happens and you go a little bit lower and you go oh no this is the lowest it can go and and you <laughs> and it keeps getting it keeps getting it keeps getting lower and lower and darker and darker and um 
I finally figured out a way. I finally figured out a way when I started to ask different questions. What I found was questioning became a powerful tool for me to get the confidence to get myself out of the hole and the darkness that I had been living in for so many for so many years. And um, what had happened was I had been on a health journey. I had been I had um, I had been working out and I had been walking and I had lost some weight and I and I thought I had I thought I had the 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 flu thing figured out and I had liposuction. I had had multiple rounds of liposuction and I thought. Okay, if I can if I can get down to a size 14, what I call a black woman's 10, if I can get to a 14, then I'm good. I'm straight, right? I got it. I just need to be able to, I need a way to get there. I can maintain it. And I did for a while, and then I wasn't able to any longer. And I started to see the weight coming back. And I say the weight coming back like it's just it's like this foreign object outside of who I am. It's like it's this, it's this separate entity. You know what we call it? The weight. The weight That's just like it attacks you. <laughs> the weight, the, that thing on the outside. You got, what's that? It starts. It start, it's, it's, it starts coming back, and I was horrified. I was horrified, and I was like, I have got, I've got to do something different. And I went to a doctor, and I went to a doctor that I that I had been seeing, and I said, help me. And I want, I want to say this, is that. I had been to doctors before. I had been to bariatric doctors before for for forty years. The first time, the first time I was diagnosed as being morbidly obese was in the nineteen eighties. It was like nineteen. It was nineteen eighty three, I believe. So that that wasn't anything new. I had taken the pills. I had taken the shops. I had taken the shots. I had done the protein powders. I had done the the cookie diet. I had done Atkins. I had done all of that and lost weight. I had gone through clinical trials. I had gone through hypnosis. I had done all of that, lost weight, and would eventually gain the weight back. But I knew this time, Kelly, I knew it had to be different. And and I just kept thinking to myself, I'm missing something. There, I'm not, there's a connection that I am not making. What is that connection? Because I, I had been to therapy. I had spent thousands of dollars on therapy and thousands of hours in therapy around this emotional eating thing. And it did help. It did help, but I still wasn't able to make a, the meaningful connection. So as I was in that, as I was in that doctor's office, you know, I did what a lot of us have to do. I had to go inside and I had to go inside to the higher power that is inside me. Call it, you know, call it Buddha, call it God, call it whatever you want to call it. But I, but I had to call on something that was inside myself and outside myself and, and ask the question, what, what am I missing? And be able to sit in the quiet and wait for the answer and wait for the answer. And what I found over time, because the doctor said to me, she said, follow this, follow this plan, take these shots, you will lose weight and you will not be hungry. Hmm. And I knew I could do it because I had done it before. I knew I didn't even, I knew that wouldn't be a problem. The issue would be getting to a place where it was real enough for me to maintain it as a lifetime. Yeah. And I did, I lost weight. And during the course of that process, 
something happened and I found myself wanting to eat. Hmm. And I asked the question, why do I want to eat? Because this doctor has told me, follow the plan, take these shots, you won't be hungry. And I am not hungry. But I wanted to eat. And for the first time in my life, I was 60 years old. I sat with that question and evaluated that question. And when I was able to do, and this is what I teach people to do, is to get to the power of that personal of personal interrogation. Personal interrogation that takes you to a place of honesty about where you are. And then and then you can move through whatever you're dealing with. Oh, I love that. That, that is personal interrogation. Like we're, we are interrogating ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it yeah. is it's powerful to realize, okay, I've done all the things and still... Yeah. This is what I want. And then to take that responsibility of I am responsible for this. What do I need to do next? Yes. Uh, I think yes. that is, that's powerful, Michelle. Wow. Yes. So for our listeners listening, if they're like, you know what? I have the same thing going on. I'm up and down. I'm yo-yoing. Um, and I, maybe it is more about my confidence than than the the weight as if it's mm -hmm. an outer entity <laughs> mm -hmm. like it, it, it just happens to us <laughs> um, what are some tips that you can can give our listeners to getting started with you know what i want to reclaim my confidence around mm -hmm. you know and and around my weight and and feel mm -hmm. beautifully confident because i am mm -hmm. this maybe is there's something to this let me hear about it what did what did you sure think? sure um so the way earlier I talked about confidence and trust and the way that you get to this place of confidence and trust is through skill and mastery, skill and mastery. So people, I hear this so much, my relationship with food, my relationship with food, my relationship with food. The truth is, and the reality is we don't have a relationship with food. We can't have a relationship with food. Food is inanimate. We have relationships with ourselves. We have relationships with other people. The trick of this, of this, of the dynamic is thinking that we can have a relationship with it and trying to have a relationship with it. That's what that's what sends us down the rabbit hole. But once once we get the mindset and get the understanding and get the belief that it is about food management. It is about developing food management skills, about understanding the connection between food, eating, and hunger, and having real clarity around what those three things are. Then you get skill. Then you get mastery. Then you can trust your own voice about those things. And then you can be confident. And the way that you do it, there, I have, I have, a, I have an eight-step process. It's called brand new. That's that's my that's my brand. Yeah. Because okay. once I discovered this, I became brand new. And I teach people to have brand new thinking around this. Because in order for us to change any from where we are to where we want to be, from being in a place of lack of confidence to being to a confident place, we have to have brand new thinking. The first thing, the first thing is just to begin to believe that you can do it. It is the hmm. it is beginning with the end in mind. 
It is having that belief. That's the first thing. The second thing is rising up and reinventing yourself and rising up above your current situation, having the vision, having the vision to rise up, up above the old stories that keep you trapped because we're, we're trapped by old narrative. Oh, you can't yeah. do this. Nobody else in your family has ever done this. Who's ever done this before? Why do you want to do this? All those, all, all that negative self-talk. You have to, we have to rise up above that and recreate new thoughts. Right. Then, then the other thing that's important, the next step is accountability and alignment. Those two things are critical. Those things are critical. That you know, in a an alignment, an alignment is all is all about is all about your purpose, right? Trying working in in the space that that's that's congruent with what your spirit is. Hey, working in a space that's congruent with what your spirit is, and accountability for that. The next thing is nutrition and nourishment. And so nutrition and nourishment isn't always about food, right? It is, it is about how we, how we feed, how we feed our brains. So if we're, if we're looking to be competent in a certain area, that means that we need nutrition and nourishment, which is education, which is support. And sometimes that's from an outside entity. We need to get shored up. We need to get filled up with what we need to be able to move forward. If it's a lack, if it's a lack of information, a lack of education, that's nutrition, that's nourishment. Right. The next is D in brand, B-R-A-N-D. And I call it DSW. And I'm not talking about shoes. Nothing, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with a good, you know, you know, nice pair of strappy sandals. But um what I'm talking about is drink, sleep, and write. And when it came to my weight that I didn't I never got enough water, I never got enough sleep. And I didn't do the writing, which became pivotal for me. And as we are looking to build confidence, those things are representative of doing the things that you don't always think are important. And doing the things that you don't always think are important end up often end up being the things that are the most important to do. Because what I found was that once I started to get enough water, I I didn't uh, confuse hunger with dehydration. I didn't confuse hunger with thirst. Once I started to get enough sleep, I had more impulse control. I was able, I was able to heal because I was, I was getting rest. I was, I was getting rest. And in the space of being in food addiction and obesity, that's a disease. And whether, and whether or not you're dealing with disease or not, we need rest to maintain health. Yeah. And and we don't always realize it. We just think it's not important. We, we, we think it's not important. And right? No, especially, especially when we're talking about this area of confidence, writing becomes critical because we're developing new skills. And the way that we learn new and different things, the way that becomes ingrained is by writing. I don't know about you, but I do I do remember I do remember in third grade and the teacher making me write a hundred times. Oh no, it might have been five hundred times. I will not talk in class. I will not talk in class, right? <laughs> Mine may have been I will not chew gum. <laughs> right, right. So 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 you write you write that enough, it becomes real. You find a, your brain finds a way to make it real. And well first we have to separate we have to separate it and not think of it as third grade punishment, but but think of it and and think of it as as, as adulthood freedom, 
because you start you start writing and affirming I am beautifully confident. I am beautifully confident in every way. I am beautifully confident every day. I am beautifully confident in every situation. I am beautifully confident no matter what. I am beautifully confident just because I am. I am I attract beauty in my life. I attract calm in my life. I attract everything and I want my, in my life because I am beautifully confident. Write that 500 times and, and see won't your life change. Your life will change. That's Writing yes. has the power to do that. When we put the pen in our hand, we put it on the paper, something happens in our brain and tra transformation is on its way. We just have to be open up. We have to be open to it. Um, the, the end is no is the new yes. Because when we start saying no to the things that we don't want, we open our life up to saying yes mm -hmm. to the things that we do want. And confidence is a way to help move us through that. And E, I call it energy, attention, and time. This, what I just talked about, requires that. But if confidence is important, if change is important, if transformation is important, then we make the time to do what is important. We devote the energy to it, right? We give it the attention. That is so critical. That is so critical. It just, it just doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen by osmosis. But if you do it, but if you do it, if you follow these steps, if you go, if you follow these tips, you will wake up. I mean, you will literally wake up. You'll go to the mirror and you will say, wow, that's the W. Wow, I did it. Wow, I am a different person. Wow. And we all deserve that wow factor. Yes. We all deserve that wow factor. And when we get that wow factor, you know what we do? We start all over again. We go back to B because we're always in process. Because now, now we start over again, but we start over at a different level, right? We're elevated. And we that's how we keep growing. That's how we stay in transformation. And that's how you get beautifully confident and stay there. Oh, I love that. And I love the wow factor. Yes. Um, and and the idea of we start at the next level when we start over again. You know, yes. once our once our mind expands, it can't go back. No. So yeah, I love that. You know, talking about that is is so impactful. Thank you for sharing all of that. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, so, Michelle, where can our listeners find you? And do you have anything that you recommend they grab? Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, um, I have a website, leavinglarge.com. If you go to leavinglarge.com, you can download a free chapter of my book, the very the very first chapter, How It All Began. You can also purchase the book from me. I'll send you an autographed copy if that's something that you would like. And But I, what I'll also offer, and this is something that, that I am committed to doing, I have a Facebook group. I am brand new now. And every Monday night or Monday afternoon, depending on your time zone, it's 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I host a free Zoom call for people in that Facebook group to talk about, to talk about their issues around emotional and stress eating. It is a, it is a safe space. It is a supportive space. It is women that are moving in the same direction to get mastery and skill in this, in this area. And I have just had so many people um, tell me how happy they am, 
how happy they are that I am holding space for them and how what a comfort it is to be able to join that group and be able to talk in a safe space. So oh, 5, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time just bring solutions, bring problems, bring challenges, because we we lift, we all lift one another up in that conversation. That's great. Um, and listeners, if you are driving and you didn't catch that, it will be in the show notes. So you can just grab all of that information there and grab her her chapter, her first chapter in her book. Yes. Um, so you can start yes. to to release yourself and and build that confidence. I love that. And, Thank you. And, uh, and, uh, and also, I just, the, those eight steps, the eight steps that I just talked about, um, yeah. they can get, they can get those eight steps too. If anybody wants to email me, I will email them the, the eight steps. It's at Michelle yeah. at Michelle, Michelle at Michelle Pettis.com. Great. Awesome. Yes. And then our last question, what does it mean to be beautifully confident to you, Michelle? There, there is nothing more beautiful to me when I see women supporting other women. Really? To, and 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 it's like you know, um, whether whether you whether 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 you're the one that's asking for support, because it takes some confidence, it takes some strength to say, you know what, I don't have it all figured out. I don't, I don't have it. Can you, can you help me? Right. Would you, would you show me, would you, would you, would you be a light for me? It, it take, it takes some of that because we're all bombarded with these messages that tell us that we're supposed to know everything all the time. And if you don't know everything and you can't do everything, and if you can't multitask, and if you can't bring home the bacon and fry it up on the pan, what's wrong with you? Right. If you can't do all that. Right. (laughs) But, but, but to have the confidence to know that it, to ask for help does not diminish who you are. Not right. at all, right? And then to be in a place where you can offer support and give support or see somebody struggling and reach out and say, here, let me help you and not be threatened or think, well, if I help them, it'll it'll somehow impair my walk or what's available to me. The, the notion, the notion that all boats rise, the notion that there is plenty, the, the, the notion that this is a, that this is a circle. You support me, I support you. You support me, I support you. And we, and we just, that is a powerful thing to me. It absolutely is. And I, I love that women supporting women and, and we need more of that. Um, and I, yeah. I love that you talk about it's not it's not a trade-off. You can right. support others and mm-hmm. and still, you know, rise in in your own confidence and your own yes. your own right. Oh, the, thank you so much, Michelle. The confidence to give and the comp and the and the confidence to ask. Either either way. Oh, absolutely. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Yes. Be I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> My be brand new. Just be brand new now, be brand new today, be brand new. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Show. We appreciate all of your wisdom and 
if you are listening and thinking, I want to continue my transformation journey, you can connect with both of us through the show notes and we can help you build that confidence and, and live that life that you want to and feel beautifully confident. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you, Kelly. The honor has been mine. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.